Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. So today we are going to talk about conscious versus subconscious desires. This is such an important topic because sometimes we think we want something when deep down we have other desires that we don't allow ourselves to let rise to our conscious level of awareness for various reasons I'll talk about in the podcast. And itself, you know, it's not a big deal unless the conscious desire clashes with the subconscious desire and usually the desire that is going to win the battle is either the one that is the most loving to us that will create the least amount of pain worry anxiety or that is the most familiar and i'm going to talk about how this can affect your business so Jumping right into examples so you understand why I'm talking about. I have this client who wanted a successful business like all of my clients, but deep down she knew without really knowing it. Like it's one of these things that you know like months in advance until you fully consciously realize it. She knew that if her business really blew up and she made all of the money she wanted to make, her relationship would probably be over because she was with a person who would have had a very hard time having, you know, a female partner making more money than him. That was just the way he was raised. It doesn't mean like he's a bad guy or anything else. Like that's not the debate of the day. But it's just that he really derived his self-worth out of being like the main breadwinner. And deep, 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 deep down, she knew that once her business would be successful, that her success would really rock the relationship boat and that the relationship might be over. Now, that wasn't a problem when she got with him because when she did, she had like a nine to five job, nine to five part time job. She made way less than him. That dynamic was working. And, you know, then she had a bit of an awakening. She realized she didn't like to do that. She didn't want to do that for the rest of her life, started her own business and things were looking pretty good. And each time she made more money, there was something that would happen. So either the car broke down or she got very ill and couldn't work for like three weeks on her business, even though she never got ill or like something happened. She lost all of her motivation or she very subtly sabotaged or suddenly her mother or mother-in-law made a spontaneous trip to her place for three weeks, which kept her too busy to work on her business. Like all of these things completely subconsciously slowing her down in her business to avoid breaking up the relationship. Now, in this specific scenario, we all have to imagine that in our life, we are all on a path and sometimes we know what is right for us. So in her specific case, she knew that the relationship was over but she was not ready for the relationship to be over. And that is completely okay, you know? From the time we know that something might not be aligned anymore, by the time we realize that the person we've been with for X amount of years, even though they were the perfect person back then, but now we have changed and maybe they have changed and it's not 
no longer really, you know, viable for a long-term future, between the moment we realize that and the moment that we are ready to make a decision or leave or have tough discussions, sometimes we can have weeks, months, or even years that go by. And this is not a bad thing. It doesn't mean that we are burying our head in the sand. Any significant life-changing event will often take some time Uh, sometimes it doesn't but it's because something so insane or like emotionally strong happens that it kind of leaves us no choice but to make a big life change but usually you know as human beings it does take some time before we are ready to make a significant change uh, and jump into the unknown so for that specific client she knew that that was the reality that she was not ready to let go of that relationship quite yet and at the same time she also knew that she wouldn't really grow her business the way she wanted as long as she was in that relationship so while we might think that this is a lose-lose situation it's not because we need to understand that the the desire that is going to create the least amount of pain is usually going to win in her specific case since she wasn't ready to rock that boat and end the relationship that would have been way more painful then that's basically what her subconscious mind picked she said the subconscious mind said okay either she makes money in her business and the relationship is over or she stagnates in her business for some time and the relationship stays so in that specific scenario it was safer and not as painful to make less money in the business which of course was very frustrating and a bit worrying but that was still worse than the relationship ending so for that specific time frame that's basically what her mind picked and the options we have available when that happens and you know we don't necessarily have to put a cross on a business being successful but we need to enter a negotiation with the subconscious mind basically telling the mind and i have done done this countless time in hypnosis times in hypnosis and it works really well basically telling our mind listen i know and i now understand that you've kind of been slowing down my business or sabotaging my efforts because if i'm successful it means the relationship is going to end thank you so much for protecting me thank you so much for keeping me safe you are right i am not ready for that relationship to end but let's find a compromise let me get a few more clients let me make an amount each month that wouldn't be too threatening to my partner while I'm in the process of accepting that this relationship is over and moving on so it's not a lose-lose situation but you're basically making the best out of it and your mind will usually agree with that if you have a good negotiation and a kind and respectful negotiation with that part of you that's just trying to keep you safe and basically giving you the desire you really have then it is going to be on board and what we also need to understand is that usually not always and there is nuance and the point i'm going to make but usually the universe doesn't support what is not loving towards us so in this specific scenario the universe would only allow the situation where she's in a relationship that is no no longer aligned it would only allow that to go on for that much time before the business makes less and less and less money so basically until 
staying in the situation creates more pain than exiting the situation. And I have noticed that in my own business and I had a specific order of case studies I wanted to share in this podcast episode, but I guess I'm just going to go on a tangent right now because it's actually really relevant. So the way that that played out in my life and it's still a bit of an ongoing situation and there are still things I don't feel completely comfortable sharing, but I will once the ongoing situation that's been there for like a fucking gazillion years is over. So what happened is without getting into too much detail, for a very long time and I guess it was just a pattern that was ingrained within me as a kid like either generational or past life or that's what my soul needed to learn but I have always worried way too much about the people very close to me that I love so much and I had been in a situation since I started my started my business almost three years ago on the dot um, a situation where I was supporting some people financially that to be honest I didn't really want to support anymore but I was so scared of what might happen to them if they didn't have the support and I guess that deep down in my subconscious the deep fear was that they would die so this is not like a rational or logical thing it's purely emotional it doesn't really make any sense but it feels extremely real so I was worried that if I don't support them they might might die or something horrible might happen to them so it was extremely hard to not support them financially anymore and in the beginning I really thought that that's what I wanted to do I'll make you know great money in my business I will support them and everything will be fun and games and I made amazing money in my business and it was all fun and games but as I grew in my spiritual development and as I healed from more layers of stuff we always need to heal, I realized that it was a codependent relationship where I was basically paying or supporting them financially to get peace of mind. Um, and because I felt that they were helpless and hopeless and like couldn't figure it out on their own. And while that system kind of worked in the beginning, it got to a point where I it was too much, too much weight on my shoulders, too much weight to carry and I started becoming resentful because I thought, well, uh, do am I going to do this for the rest of my life? And each time they say that this is the last time, it's never the last time, it always happens and each time I can't say no and each time I give more money and I, it got to a point where I actually didn't really want to help them anymore. In the beginning I really did but it just changed because some things change and I also realized that I could not, you know, kind of buy myself peace of mind by supporting other people hoping that they would be happy because now I am depending on their happiness for my peace of mind which is fucked up like it's fucked up for them to expect me to support them but it's equally as fucked up for me to buy my peace of mind by giving them money hoping they're going to be happy and have their shit together and of course that's something I hadn't realized either that you know it's a two-way street where okay they're always relying on me and I was like it's so unfair like why can't they figure it out on their own blah 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 but at the same time I need them to be happy to be worry free and happy myself which I mean it just doesn't work like that but that took me a bunch of years to understand so coming back to my point I got to the point where I was like I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to support them but I just couldn't say no it's like you know saying no to a puppy who wants food uh, you can't say no 
and I worked with someone who specializes in codependency um, to set boundaries and to learn how to say no, which really, really helped. But I still wasn't to the point where I could just not give the money uh, as hard as I tried. And I did set boundaries and I did become better at it, but absolutely not to the extent that I wanted. And of course, there were some very important stakes uh, in all of that story including stakes that I had money in. So basically, if some people fucked up some situations with their finances, it would also directly impact my finances, which kind of kept me stuck in this never-ending loop or pattern of lending more money and lending more money. And I needed to let go of it all and get to a point where I'm like, okay, even if I never see any of this money back, it's fine. I just, I'm not going to continue this dynamic in the hopes of seeing some of my money back. I need to accept that maybe it's going to be gone and that the universe always supports me. And if that money is gone, it will just come back to me in a different way. But I have to let go of the money having to come back through that specific um, way or through that specific people. So only when I got to that level, basically getting to the point where I was okay with potentially losing it all, was I able to set boundaries. But in the meantime, and this was a process that lasted years and years, what happened is that the universe said, okay, you have two desires. One of your desires is to grow and scale your business and make millions of dollars, which I still have and I'm absolutely sure I'm going to achieve it sooner or later. And your second desire is to stop supporting these people because it is draining you to your core. Like it was a soul sucking experience where I felt that I was living for other people, that my important life decisions took a back burner because I had to think about other people's life first. It just sucked the life, the excitement, the motivation, the creativity out of me to a point where it impacted, you know, so many other areas of my life where I didn't really see myself um, meeting someone and building a family because I felt that, you know, I had just too much energy that it was that was being siphoned into these people I was already helping. So anyhow, that's a topic for a different day. The universe said, okay, well, one of your desires is to grow and scale the business. Your other desire is to stop supporting these people, stop this very toxic pattern and take care of you first. And the most painful thing right now is you being stuck in this dynamic with these people. So the universe said, all right, because you can't say no, because you don't have the boundaries or you're not strong enough to say no when they ask for money, we are going to come up with a genius plan, which is fucking up your business and not making you make any sales anymore so you don't have money to lend. Brilliant. And that is exactly what happened. The income in the business started to go down and down and down, never to a point where I would be in deep shit. So I always made enough to continue to pay for my bills and to have like a safety cushion. But I started to make so just enough for me, but with zero extra to lend to anyone because the universe knew that I wasn't at a point yet with my boundaries where I would have been able to say, say no to those people had I had extra money. So what happened there is that my conscious desire was to grow and scale my business. My subconscious desire was to stop helping and these people and enabling their codependent behavior. 
And that became the strongest desire. And I even wrote it down. It was my, one of my attentions. I said, I want to stop this codependent behavior. And that's exactly what the universe did. And it cost me my business. And of course, I say this in a very light way because I do not believe my business is over. Far from it. I know that my business can always make money and always expand. So I'm absolutely not stressed about that. But while it was happening... It was extremely stressful because I hadn't become aware of that dynamic of conscious and subconscious desires basically fighting against each other. So I was starting to overanalyze everything. I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? The launches are not working like they used to, like clients are not enrolling. I am doing everything right on a strategic perspective, like I'm meditating, I'm doing EFT, I'm journaling, and it's still not fucking working. And it was extremely distressing because I think that at a core level, it put me in front of one of my greatest fears, well, two greatest fears, one of which was like, one of which was that part of my net worth was associated with with my part of my self-worth excuse me was associated with my net worth so I had deeply believed for a long time that people like me more when I'm more successful or that I'm more lovable or that my value as a person is higher when I'm more successful and I was very ashamed of making less money because I thought that people would think that I don't know that I didn't have my shit together or that I was stupid or whatever so that was extremely tough because I had just been programmed since a very young age and again this was generational because my parents had it too and their parents had it too that you are a better person and a worthier person and a more interesting person and more lovable if you are successful so that was extremely hard and the second thing is what if I can't manifest like what if all of the good things that happened until now in my life was like luck and I could actually never manifest And now is the time when I realized that I can't manifest because I obviously can't manifest myself out of this business stagnation. And that was so, like it was true emotional damage. I know there's this meme like going on on TikTok where people say emotional damage, but it really was massive emotional damage. And then it sent me in like a huge procrastination phase because I was afraid that if I launched again and it didn't work, it would just reinforce the belief that my manifestation powers were gone. I mean, it was a fucking shit show, but I already talked about this extensively uh, on the podcast, so I'm not going to go into that. But the bottom line is that the subconscious desire won over the conscious desire because being in that toxic dynamic got so painful that my mind said, okay, now we are choosing the least painful option. And even though not making money in the business really, really sucks, it doesn't suck as much as being stuck in that pattern. So yeah, coming back to what I was saying before, the universe won't allow you to stay in a dynamic that is not loving towards yourself for a long time. So you might get away with it for a few months, maybe a few years, but eventually if you're doing something that is not loving towards yourself, the universe is not going to sponsorize it. And that's exactly what happened in the example I just gave you. Me putting like these people before me and their lives and their happiness and their projects before mine was not loving towards me if I completely and unconditionally loved myself or if I had to take care of my five-year-old self in a way that makes her feel loved I would put her first right I would not put other people before myself but that's what I was doing so 
until I was able to change that and put myself first again, the universe was not going to sponsorize me. Also meaning that the universe is very unlikely to support me in having a super successful business while I'm doing something that is fundamentally not loving to myself. And the universe needs to give me a big um, big enough wake-up call for me to realize that what I've been doing is not loving towards myself. And the biggest wake-up call that the universe can ever give me is shaking my business because I love my business. I love what I do. I love working with clients and... It's just a huge part of my life, right? So that's what's that's that was the way that the business, the universe, excuse me, woke me up. So moving on into different case studies. Another one I've seen time and time again that I'm sure you can relate to is you really need a rest. You need to heal. You need to recharge your batteries, but you won't allow yourself to do it. So then you end up in this zero inspiration or energy phase about working on your business. So your conscious desire is, I want to work in my business, I want clients, etc., etc. The subconscious desire is, I want to heal, I want to rest, I've just had this very stressful, you know, move or break up or a significant life event or my mother-in-law was here and it was a nightmare, like whatever but you don't allow yourself to rest and heal or take a step back because you are afraid that it's going to affect your business. And this is a vicious circle that many, many people get stuck in, especially when we are tight on money. We frantically think I need to make the business work. I need to make the business work. Like I can't rest and heal now. Now is the worst time to do nothing. But because we are so exhausted, when it comes to the business, we are not inspired, we are not really motivated, we don't really know what to post. And then we stay stuck in limbo where we have to force and willpower ourselves to take action, but we're not really taking action. And then we procrastinate and we want to rest and chill. But while we're resting and chilling, we're feeling guilty about not working. And that can drag on for months and months and months where we are getting nothing. So we are not healing and we are not being productive in our business. So we're literally getting the worst of both worlds. So again, this is a situation where your conscious desire is to work and make money in your business, which is very legitimate, but your subconscious burning desire is just to take a step back chill and heal because maybe you've been through a lot and I have clients who went through very tough divorces or separations this is very frequent or clients you know who've had very stressful times with their kids being sick back to back and they just need to rest or giving birth is also like a significant live event where some of them struggle with postpartum depression and they just wanted to take a step back but they felt okay I have responsibilities I'm a mom I need sure I can provide for my family and this is usually a vicious circle and what we realize is that when we take the step back When we stop working on the business, when we allow ourselves to rest and heal, even though it's super fucking scary, things start to fall into place. Clients start to show up. Opportunities start to show up. That super old person that you knew from high school suddenly stumble across your page and says, oh, like, I would love to work one-on-one with you. Do you do that? But it's only when we give ourselves the space to live our subconscious desire that some of the conscious desires can come into fruition. Now, next example. 
You consciously think you want more money, which I mean, who doesn't? But subconsciously, you don't because you think it's going to be very hard to manage or that it's going to break up your family just like your parents divorced when one of them got a promotion and was away at work. So this is very often deeply buried in our subconscious. We are not even aware that it's going on, but the conscious desire is grow the business, make more money, fly business class, all of the cool things. But the subconscious desire is I don't want to break my family. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want this complicated business to manage with lots of responsibilities or having to pay like for employees or all of the tax things, etc., etc. Especially taxes is this hot topic where many people, and I definitely can relate to that, feel that taxes is just something that is being taken away from them. And I used to have that for such a long time and I think it's a past life thing because I never really had any bad experiences with taxes and I'm actually all for taxes because, you know, in Switzerland we have stellar premium infrastructure like the public schooling system is amazing, public transport is amazing, everything is clean, the roads are great, so like we need the taxpayer money to do that. So nothing against that, quite the opposite, but I had so much resistance thinking of, okay, if I make half a million... 200 grand which is like the price of a fucking Bentley or two Ferraris is going to be taken away from me and it was really this feeling of it's going to be taken away from me it's like my hard work and some external person is taking it away from me which was probably something I had experienced as a kid or something so the subconscious desire is I don't want the mean tax people to take my money like fuck them so what do we do We don't make that much money, so there is nothing to take. Or we don't want a difficult business to manage, so the business doesn't grow. This is also super, super frequent. And last but not least example I'll talk about today before moving into the bottom line that I really wanted to make through all of these examples is feeling responsible for clients' results. So especially if you are an empath or a highly sensitive person, I am convinced that you can really relate to the fact that the last thing you want is to disappoint a client or the last thing you want is for someone to pay you money or to invest in one of your programs and them not getting results or being disappointed or feeling the burden or the weight of responsibility on your shoulders and this sense of I need to make this work for them. And this is probably a reflection of you trying to help your mom or your dad or a sibling who maybe wasn't well or someone you love very much and trying and trying and trying and them just not getting healthy or happy because they had their own stuff that they had to deal with. And that gives us the subconscious program or belief that whatever I do, it never works. Or no matter how hard I try to help someone, they never get better. And I definitely had that program deeply ingrained in me where I felt that if I couldn't help my parents, they would be miserable and die. So that added so much pressure when it came to clients, especially high paying clients. So the, the conscious desire might be, I want more clients or I want high paying clients who pay me two, three, five, six thousand dollars or 10 or 20 or whatever but the subconscious desire is I don't want to disappoint anyone I don't want anyone to be sad about working with me I don't want the weight of responsibility of you know working with people and them not getting results so what do we do we repel clients because not getting clients sucks but it's not as painful as potentially getting a client who's not getting results so we will 
again, the subconscious mind will pick the desire that is the least painful. Uh, and I've seen this time and time and time again in my clients because most of my clients are very empathetic, very sensitive and would never want anyone to have a negative experience working with them. So the most important bottom line of conscious versus subconscious desires is when we have a subconscious, desi- subconscious desire that's been basically overriding our best efforts in, you know, manifesting our dream home or a dream partner or our dream business in, you know, most of the examples I shared today, um, we basically have this very powerful force that is sabotaging our best efforts and intentions. And the mistake that I have made and that many of us make is that we think that because our business is not being successful, it means that it can't be successful or that our strategy strategy sucks or that we must be doing something wrong or that we can't manifest or that no one is interesting in our no one is interested in our products or services or whatnot. When in fact, during this entire time, it was just a subconscious desire that was overriding our best efforts and once we are able to heal or release that subconscious desire or once we are able to negotiate with the part of us that's been holding us back everything falls into place in the business or at least there is a major shift and we start attracting clients or we start making more money so the bottom line is that we might be creating this completely wrong image or beliefs or perception that I'm not, I can't be successful, I can't make this work, maybe I'm not cut out for, you know, being successful and having a successful business, clients don't like me, I'm not unique enough, like we make all of these meanings and come down to all of these conclusions based on something completely inaccurate because the business was never the problem, the real underlying problem was the subconscious desire that we were probably not aware of. And sometimes we need to accept that given our specific life circumstances, the business right now is not going to work as well as we want it to work because we haven't dealt with the subconscious desire. So it doesn't mean, oh, I'm just going to sit on my ass and be okay with not going anywhere. But if we are typically like the first example in a situation where we know a relationship has to end, And until it doesn't, the business is not really going to take off. We need to accept, okay, this is what it is right now. I, it's, it's above me. It's above my strength to leave this relationship. So I'm going to accept that while I'm in this intermediate, intermediary phase, that was the wrong, I didn't pronounce that word right, but while I'm in this in-between phase where I get and garner the strength to leave this relationship, I need to accept that the business might not be thriving the way I want it to be thriving and it's not my fault and it doesn't mean that it won't be successful in the future. So we need to allow ourselves sometimes to take a step back, knowing our limits, knowing that sometimes it just it's not possible to have two things at the same time and I don't want you guys to say oh well I need to settle for less no but sometimes life circumstances are what they are and are just not a fertile soil for growing or scaling a business and as long as it's a temporary situation and as long as we are aware of what is going on and aware that you know, we have limitations or that we there's only that much we can do or that we have to choose our battles. As long as we are aware of that 
and have some sort of time frame that we give ourselves to either exit the relationship or we give ourselves six months to heal and rest during which we really heal and rest and we don't feel guilty about it or you know six months to break our codependent patterns with our family so then we can fully focus on us as long as we roughly have a time frame it's completely okay and probably necessary to accept that our business might not be going the way we want it to go and this is a just a temporary step in the journey of having a very successful business and you can see it as it's better that this happens now then it happens when I'm making, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50, 100,000 a month and I have like 17 employees I need to take care of. Some lessons need to be learned earlier so we don't have to suffer the consequences of these same lessons later when the stakes are higher. So I really want you to remember from this episode that if your business is not where you want it to be, It is probably because either there's limiting beliefs or subconscious desires that are overriding your efforts and it is not because you can't be successful. It's all about energy, vibrations and energy and vibrations can be shifted, healed and changed. So I always want you to remember this and if you can successfully navigate a down phase in your business without your self-worth being too much impacted, without overly worrying and basically surrendering to that process and trusting the universe, it will give you skills and resources that are so valuable and that you will absolutely need in the future when life happens or business happens and you have a bit of a down phase and you will be so much more ready to deal with whatever needs to be dealt with later. So that is pretty much what I wanted to share today. I hope that this was super helpful. Um, I've just, you know, started digging deeper in the conscious versus subconscious beliefs. And, you know, I'm a very competitive person, very goal-oriented person. So sometimes I'm just like, I want it all. I want to have a successful business while resting and while having still codependent patterns, blah, blah, blah. But the universe is like, no, no, I will not sponsor this type of bullshit. So if I need to slow down your business, which is basically what you care about the most right now, then I will do that. So you are, you have no other choice than face the stuff you didn't really want to face. And once you do, we can start talking about business growth again. Uh, So that was it for today. I hope you loved this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you. The Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance in clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inaspadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.